Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Thank you for joining us on Easy's Community Focus, where we look at the issues that matter and the people and organizations that are making a difference. Joining us now is Dr. Dane Clark, the Director of Emergency Medicine at Broward Health Imperial Point in Fort Lauderdale. You know, May is Stroke Awareness Month, and Broward Health is a super server providing primary stroke center care. Dr. Clark, I'm really excited about you enlightening us about all of this. Thank you for talking to us today. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Glad to hear it. One of the things that I found really interesting in your background, aside from all of your medical education, is that you spent time as a ringside physician for professional boxing and mixed martial arts. And as someone who deals with stroke, that has to be something that sort of ties in when people are getting their head hit over and over. Is there a correlation there? Not exactly a correlation for stroke, but actually the problems that you have from brain dysfunction is what we would look for during our fights. You know, are the fighters acting normally? Are they exhibiting signs of slurred speech? Or are they having difficulty focusing? So it's all tying in the neurologic picture to do with stroke patients as well. Okay, so stroke is actually different from what we see in football players or boxers, people who get hit in the head. That's a different kind of brain injury as opposed to a stroke. Correct. Okay, can you explain exactly what a stroke is, particularly for young people who think that they're immune? Well, to try to put it into layman's terms, a stroke is when you have a type of brain injury due to a lack of blood flow. So that lack of blood flow could be from a blood clot or it could be from a blood vessel bursting and you're bleeding so the blood is not going into the tissue it's supposed to. And because Mm -hmm. the blood carries oxygen to those tissues, without oxygen the brain tissue starts to die. So depending on what part of the brain is affected by the lack of blood flow, those are the kinds of symptoms that we will see. What are the kinds of things that can cause that kind of lack of oxygen to the brain or a cell to burst? Well, one of the most common causes of a stroke is high blood pressure. Because you're decreasing your blood flow to that part of the brain because high blood pressure affects the blood vessels, so the walls may thicken, now blood can't flow properly, then you develop a blood clot. So now you're decreasing that blood flow to the brain and that's when you're going to have issues. So high blood pressure is probably the number one cause of stroke that we see. And how... I say uncontrolled high blood pressure. Okay, okay. That's because I know there are an awful lot of people in America who are taking medication for high blood pressure, and it's good to know that it can be controlled. How would someone recognize that they are at risk for stroke without doing their regular doctor visit and getting their regular checkups? That is the key. What you just said is having your regular doctor visits and getting a checkup because you may feel fine and not realize that you have high blood pressure. So it's not until your blood pressure gets extremely high that you may start exhibiting symptoms. But we get patients on a regular basis that will tell us, well, I haven't seen a doctor in 10 or 20 years. 
and their blood pressure is through the roof, and now they're coming in because they don't feel well. And then we do have those patients, as I like to say, your medication doesn't work if it stays in the bottle. Oh, yeah, right, right. We have patients that know they have high blood pressure and they just don't want to take medication. And so they have the medication at home, but it just sits in the bottle. And then they come in with a stroke. Wow. What are the results? What are the? I want to scare people, honestly. I want to scare people into going and getting their checkups. I know that throughout the pandemic, a lot of people stopped going to the doctor. They couldn't go to the doctor, and not everyone would go into a Walgreens or a Publix and use the little machine there to get their blood pressure checked. So what happens to a person who has had a stroke? What are the impairments that can be expected? As I was mentioning earlier, it depends on the part of your brain that's affected. That will determine the kind of stroke symptoms that you have. But there are a few symptoms that can happen. You can lose your vision. You can lose the ability to speak. You may lose function of an arm or one leg or both an arm and leg on the same side. So there are multiple different things to look for. Actually, there's a little mnemonic that we have for patients to give them an idea of some of the things that can happen when you have a stroke. So we have something that we call BFAST. B-E-F-A-S-T. So the B stands for balance. If you notice that you're having difficulty walking, you're drifting to one side as you walk, that's your balance. As far as the E for eyes, if you notice that you're having double vision that's not temporary, doesn't go away within a few seconds, or you're having problems focusing your eyes, or you lose vision in an eye, or some people will lose vision in half of their visual field. So Mm. let's say out of your right eye, you can't see all the way to the right. Mm. So that's something, if you notice anything with your eyesight that doesn't just come and go within a few seconds, we could all get a little blurred vision from time to time. But if it's something that persists for a few minutes, that's a problem. Then the F for face, if you notice that your face is drooping. Now, there are other things that can cause a facial droop besides the stroke, but we would rather you come in, let us check you, and then that way we can tell you if it's a stroke or not. Okay. The A for arms, if you notice weakness to your arm, if you notice numbness to your arm or one of your arms. The S for speech, there are some people that will lose their speech completely. There are others that cannot say regular words. Mm. Everything you try to say just sounds like something garbled, like you have a mouthful of marbles. So that's the S. And then the T is for time. I can begin to tell you how many people I see who have stroke symptoms And they show up in my emergency department two days later Mm. saying, well, I was just hoping it would get better. So the time is saying that you need to take care of it right away if you notice one of these or or multiple symptoms. And that's the same thing. If someone is around you and notices these changes, they need to get you. Do they take you to the ER or directly to the stroke center that Broward Health certified by the Joint Commission? Well, Our stroke center is through our ER. It's our hospital that's a primary stroke center. Okay. The actual hospital. So if you have any stroke symptoms, we want you to get to the ER sooner than later. As soon as you realize that something is wrong, if you have someone with you that's ready to go, they can grab you in the car. As long as you're physically stable, you're breathing okay, you're not passing out, they can just grab you in the car and just rush you to the hospital. If, If you're having a severe headache, you're not feeling well, you're a little unstable, then call 911, have an ambulance come and bring you in. 
Okay. And I understand that the sooner that someone comes to you, you can do things that can help improve the outcome. What are some of those things that you're able to do and what's the time frame? I mean, well, obviously as soon as possible, but what time frame really makes a difference in the outcome? If you can get to us in less than three hours after the onset of your stroke, there is a medication that we can give, which we like to refer to as a clot buster, because most of the strokes that we see are caused by a blood clot. So when you get to us, we would do a quick CAT scan on you to make sure that you're not bleeding that's causing it. And as long as you're not bleeding in your brain, then we give you a medication to try to break up the clot to allow blood flow to go back through to that part of the brain and hopefully your symptoms will go away. And literally, I've seen people come in unable to move an arm. We give that medication, and within two hours, the person is back to moving their arm normally. That's amazing. I mean, there was a time when if you had a stroke, you either died or you would be disabled permanently, and everyone else would have to take care of you. So this is a huge game changer. But obviously, again, as you said, if you are with someone or if you can yourself recognize your symptoms, you want to call 911 immediately. Tell me a little bit about the care at Broward Health, what someone can expect if, God forbid, they have a stroke. Yes. And because of COVID, we've had a lot of patients that have been scared to come to the hospital because they feel if I go to the ER, all they're doing is taking care of COVID patients and I'm going to get it. And that is not the case. The rooms that we have that COVID patients have been in, that we document, these rooms are taken out of commission until they're completely sanitized before we put anyone else in there. How do you work with families if, you know, it's an extreme case and they may need physical therapy? How can the family be prepared and do their part to help you do your part? Well, after someone has a stroke, We also have our case managers discuss things with the patient and with the family members to give them a timeline and a sequence of what's going to happen. Some of these patients will have to go to a rehab facility, so there's information that they will give to the family members so that they know what to expect. Because unfortunately, not every stroke patient will get back to normal. There are some that will have lifetime deficits, so the families need to prepare themselves for that possibility. So there is literature that they will give to the family members and there are caseworkers, social workers that will also speak to the families and the patients to let them know what some of the possibilities are. I've used to think of it as an old person's medical issue, but that's not the case. Is there a typical age range? Well, typically, as you get older, your risk factors increase for strokes, and that's based on your health. So um, what I started to touch on was, you know, your high blood pressure. But some of the other things are diabetes, cigarette smoking, high cholesterol. Those are major players in people developing strokes. With the younger population, I've seen 23-year-olds have a stroke. Mm. Um, We recently had a 23-year-old woman who had a stroke. And she had a heart defect from birth that wasn't picked up. And based on that, that probably is what caused her stroke. Oh, another thing that can cause strokes is having an irregular heartbeat. There is something called atrial fibrillation, which we tend to see in a lot of our older population. When your heart is in atrial fibrillation, it doesn't beat the way it's supposed to. Instead of squeezing strongly each time, it sort of quivers. So you don't push all the blood out of the heart the way it's supposed to. 
So because that blood stays stagnant in the heart, you can develop clots there. Mm. And then periodically, if you have a big squeeze, you can push a clot out. Now that can go to the brain causing a stroke. It can go to your coronary arteries causing a heart attack, or it can go to your lungs and cause a clot in your lungs. So it can go different places. There's one more thing I want to mention is that with our younger population, we also see strokes caused by substance abuse, cocaine being the big one. Cocaine actually can cause spasms of your different arteries. And if it's a spasm of the brain, that can cause you to have a stroke. And we've seen cases like that. It's terrifying to think about. And all of the symptoms that you mention are the same symptoms that put you at risk for heart disease. They're the symptoms that put you at risk for a lot of cancers. So many of these things come back to our own behavior and how we really have control over a lot of our health issues if we take care of our diet, do our exercise, watch our blood pressure, get the yearly checkup, or more regularly, if you are at risk, is there any genetic component with stroke? And I was just going to mention that. <laughs> you can try to help yourself with, you know, watching your diet, watching what you ingest, but then your genes also play a part in it. If you have a family history of high cholesterol, there are some people, regardless of how they eat, their cholesterol just stays high. High blood pressure tends to run in families. That's something you can try to control with your diet, but it may not. You may still end up with high blood pressure. Heart disease also runs in certain families. So there are genes, you know, your genetics that can play a part. Just like how our body habitus is played in part a lot by your genes, your your health also is as well. Now, I understand on your website, there's a, a place to take a stroke assessment to see if you are at risk. How do we go about doing that? Yes, there is a stroke assessment. If you go to our website, they actually have questions that you can click on, and those questions will show you what your risk factors are. What would be a sample question? Well, they'll start off, they'll ask you, what is your age? They'll ask if you have high blood pressure. Do you know if you have high cholesterol? Do you have a family history of any strokes or high blood pressure or high cholesterol? And they'll also ask about drug use. So there are different questions that they'll ask you And that will determine what your risk is for having a stroke. I think I need to come see you. (laughs) I'm just thinking about, you know, my, my grandmother had a stroke. This is on my father's side. And she had high blood pressure. My father had high blood pressure and high cholesterol and a leaky heart valve. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I think I'd better get my annual checkup. Thank you. I was trying to scare everyone else, and I scared myself. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just to let people know, the website is browardhealth.org forward slash stroke care and do the free stroke assessment test. Now, also, preventative care is better than aftercare. Yes, for someone in emergency medicine, that may mean less patients for me, but I'm okay with that. Right. If you can stay healthy, you can always pop in and say hello to me. Okay. I don't mind, (laughs) but, you know, if I can keep you healthy so you don't have to come see me professionally, that's fine. If you do have a problem, we do want you to come in. Okay. Give me a verbal prescription for good health that will help me prevent a stroke. A verbal prescription is, one, get routine checkups. Two, exercise. Three, your diet. And four, if you have medications, 
take them as prescribed. Okay. And before we finish, let's go over the BFAST again with that acronym for knowing exactly what to look for to suspect that someone might have had a stroke and call 911. Yes. So the B, as I mentioned before, is your balance. If you have difficulty walking, if you're drifting to one side, your coordination is off. So that's the B. The E is your eyes. If you have vision changes that last more than a few seconds, blurred vision, vision loss, only seeing half of your eye field that you should normally see, that's an issue. The F is for your face. If you notice facial drooping, either side, um, we want you to come in. The A is for arms. If you notice that you're having arm weakness or your coordination trying to reach for something is off or you're holding something and it drops out of your hand. So that's the A. The S is your speech. If your speech is not making sense, you can't get the words out or you cannot speak, that's an issue. And then the T is for timing, which is as soon as these symptoms happen, you need to get to an emergency department. Call 911 or depending on how stable you are, if there's a family member sitting right there and the hospital is close, jump in your vehicle and get right to us. We've had many family members actually bring in family members with strokes. And fortunately, they were home and convinced the person to come in. Someone may be sitting there. They notice that they drop a cup. Well, let's go to the hospital. No, I'll be fine. No, get in the car. We're going. Okay. And they bring them in. And finally, if someone takes your stroke assessment at BrowardHealth.org slash stroke care, and it comes out that they might be at risk, should they see their primary care doctor or immediately come to the stroke center and see a neurosurgeon or someone, a physician who is trained in neurocare? See, the assessment is showing you what your risk factors are. So if you're not actually having stroke symptoms, then you do not need to come see us immediately. Okay. Um, that's when we want you to see your primary care so that they can figure out what your factors are and how you fix it. So for cigarette smoking, you may need medication to help quit cigarette smoking because I've had patients tell me that's very hard to do. You know, fortunately, I don't smoke, but I've seen enough people that have told me it's difficult to quit. So your physician may order some medication to help you get off. You can get on blood pressure medicine, high cholesterol medication. So there's different things that your primary physician can help you with. Okay. And taking a few pills a day, taking medication every day has to be better than being in therapy every day or being bedridden permanently. I've seen patients who are perfectly fine as far as being able to move their bodies, can walk, but just can't speak. Mm. So imagine you have to live the rest of your life without being able to talk. I couldn't. Yeah, People make jokes about how much I talk. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it would affect everything in your life and your family as well. So ultimately, prevention is the key. Knowing what your numbers are, knowing your risk factors, and you can find those out again at BrowardHealth.org slash stroke care. If you want to see all of the different events that cover uh, the gamut of health issues, BrowardHealth.org slash events. Dr. Dan Clark, thank you so much. Thank you for your good humor and for your knowledge and sharing it with us. Thank you for having me and anytime. Joining us now on Easy's Community Focus, it is a pleasure as always to welcome Andrea Ivory, founder and CEO of the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. And wait till you hear what's coming up. Good morning, Andrea. 
Well, good morning, Ellen, and thank you so very much for having me today, and greetings to your listening audience. Thank you. I'm so happy to talk to you because we're coming up once again on National Pink Day, June 23rd, and you and Cox Media Group have collaborated for years now on making National Pink Day for Summer Breast Cancer Awareness, something that everyone in South Florida knows about. And the reason we do this is because breast cancer happens all year long. People need to get mammograms all year long. And this year is more important than ever because the drop in mammograms because of the pandemic literally is deadly. Yes. You know, it's so important that we keep the focus of breast cancer prevention and early detection in the forefront all year round. We know the statistics. One in eight women being diagnosed over their lifetime. And sadly, 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 the death rate has increased, increased by a half a percent. We used to say 40,000 women die every year, but now more than 43,000 women die every year. And the survival rate increases significantly if we would just practice preventive measures and early detection. So this year, we're extremely excited on this seventh year of celebrating summer breast cancer awareness to ask women to mask up and get their mammograms. Over the course of the pandemic, mammography utilization has decreased as much as 80%. Right. I I mean, I can ask the question right now. How many women listening right now, raise your hand, if you did not get your mammogram in 2020 because you were concerned about COVID? And I know there's a lot of hands raised right now. Put it back on the wheel. Okay. So what that translates into is you don't get the mammogram. If you have something, you find out later it has more time to grow. And then the results, you don't have the same opportunity to get that 95% survival rate with early detection. Absolutely. And so that's the message that we're trying to drive throughout South Florida. You'll see it on billboards. Um, You'll hear about it a lot through our media partner, Cox Media Group. And we're so honored to partner with EZ93, specifically this listening audience, because at age 40, you should begin having your screening mammograms. Prevention is key. And that's what National Pink Day is all about. Okay. So this year, you are bringing out the Mammo Van so that people can make an appointment and get a no-cost mammogram on June 23rd, National Pink Day. And we're going to be out there with you going to Fresco Imas in Hialeah. Super excited to collaborate with Fresco Imas, local grocery store here in South Florida. And we couldn't be prouder to be able to bring two mobile mammography vans out. And on that day, National Pink Day, there is absolutely no cost to anyone, no low cost. It will be no cost to every woman who comes out that day in the beautiful city of Hialeah at uh, Westland Commons, Fresco Imas, which is at 1630 West 49th Street in Hialeah but you have to schedule your mammogram. It's going to be a great day. And I'm glad you mentioned that about scheduling the mammogram. That is really key. Obviously, it takes a certain amount of time for a mammogram to take place. One person at a time is in the van, so we need to schedule you throughout the day. We're going to be at Fresco Mas in the Westland Commons in the morning. The first appointment is at 8 a.m. Okay. Scheduled at 8 a.m. 
And, you know, in addition to receiving a mammogram, you will have your hypertension, glucose, and cholesterol screened by another one of our amazing collaborating partners, Jackson Health System. So it's an integrative approach to preventive care and health. Okay. If someone has already had a mammogram or you fill up and they're not able to get an appointment that day, can they still come for the hypertension and glucose and cholesterol screenings? Absolutely. We will be providing a station where you can decorate your masks and put them on and snap your pictures and let everyone know about the importance of early detection and prevention. You can stop by and pick up one of our pink packs, our educational packages, which is so full of not only educational materials, but reminders about the importance of breast and heart health. So it is an extensive day of prevention and early detection that everyone can participate in. We're asking men to even join us. Although they can't get a mammogram, they can (laughs) certainly come out and get their heart screened. So it is a comprehensive day of care. Okay. So I just want to set the scene. We're at Fresco Imas. There's a mammogram van. There's a mammogram van. There's a place to get your pink mask. There's a place to decorate your pink mask. There's a place where you can get your photo taken. And then someone will help you upload your photo. And then there are the gift cards that people can win for coming by and decorating a mask and uploading a photo. What do you have? I am so excited that our partnerships are so extensive. Macy's will be providing a gift card to everyone who comes to that event and gets a mammogram. Everyone who gets a mammogram that day at our event will receive a gift card. Additionally, everyone that comes out and participates in all the screenings Macy's is given two amazing fragrance baskets that we will raffle off. For every person that participates and gets full screenings, their mammograms and heart screenings, Fresco Imas has graciously given us a $100 gift card, which is available for use at any of their locations. Who doesn't want $100 worth of free groceries? Oh, my goodness. Take care of yourself. Amazing. Yes, it's just going to be a comprehensive day of care focusing on mammograms and heart screenings. But most importantly, we want people to mask up and get their mammograms. And it's so important. Let's talk about that for a minute. There is a lot of controversy about wearing masks. And I want people to know that we, in clinical settings, masks protect our healthcare heroes. Mm -hmm. So it's a very short engagement with the mask when you go on and you get your mammogram or when you're sitting before the clinician who is providing your biometric screenings. But it's so important that everyone know that's where the mask up and get your mammogram comes from. It comes from a place of protection of our healthcare heroes. Those women who are going to be in that van providing you those mammograms, we need to protect them so that they can continue to provide those services to other women. The same thing with our biometric screenings. We need to put those masks on so that our Jackson Collaborating Partners clinicians are protected. So thank you so much for engaging in this special day. Thank you so much for caring about yourself enough to participate and help break down the barriers of preventive care. Yeah, I'm really glad you pointed that out about the masks because we know that there has been controversy Um, With so many people vaccinated, fewer people are wearing masks. But you're right, in a clinical setting, in a medical setting, 
That's what they do. They've always done. And it's just going to add to the fun of the day and the engagement when you're going to have little decorations and put uh, glitter on, whatever it is, make your mask as cool as you want. And then you can save it for October for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, too. Yes. But this event, participating on National Pink Day, we will break down most of the barriers. So there won't be any reason that women cannot get their screenings on National Pink Day. And if they can't get them on site at our event, we're doing this in enough time that you can schedule your mammogram for National Pink Day at any location. Some of our collaborating partners have done amazing things to ensure that women have an opportunity to get their mammograms at a reasonable cost. If, in fact, you don't have health insurance, Baptist has extended their May special. You can get a screening mammogram for $50. Wow. Just call us. Whatever reason you haven't gotten your mammogram in 2020 because of COVID, because you just didn't have time, you didn't want to go out, you didn't feel like being social, whatever it is, let's take this opportunity on National Pink Day to make a difference in the lives of the women in our community. Because if just one woman is saved by this, by getting this mammogram, it will all be worth it. Please put June 23rd on your calendar right now. And then the next thing to do, write down this phone number. This is how you're going to schedule your time in the mobile mammography van. It's 305-825-4081. How many times can I say that? 305-825-4081. Whether you just need information about breast cancer you need guidance through the system, or you want to make that appointment for June 23rd, National Pink Day for Summer Breast Cancer Awareness, you do want to call that number. You do have to make an appointment. And we are going to be there with you on June 23rd. And, you know, we, I know you, you know how to make something serious into a fun event at the same time. So I really hope that people will hear this message and understand just how important it is that if you've let a year go by, if it's been two years since you had your mammogram, and I have to confess, I didn't go during COVID either. So this is the time. It's Wednesday, June 23rd, Fresco y Mas, 1630 West 49th Street in the Westland Commons. Tell us again about all these prizes that you can get for coming out. The lineup is growing, but so far, Macy's, our beloved partner, is providing a gift card to every woman who completes her mammogram on site at our event for National Pink Day. Additionally, everyone that comes out gets the educational packages and gets screening will also be entered into a drawing to win a fragrance gift basket from our dear collaborating partner, Macy's. Additionally, anybody that comes out and gets their mammogram, we're going to enter you in a drawing and we will draw the winner that day for a $100 gift card from Fresco Emas, which can be used at any one of their locations throughout South Florida. Do they have to be present to win the card? They do not have to be present. The only thing they have to be present for is the screening. Screenings will be live and they have to make sure that they get their screenings in order to get one of those tickets, which will be put in a drawing at the end of the day. We will make the 
announcement of the winner. And if you're not present, we will mail your gift card to you. So it's going to be very important that you come out that day. Have a lot of fun. We will make it fun. Your listening audience will have a blast because they'll get a chance to meet some of their favorite personalities. Oh, Corby Ray is going to be there. She's getting her mammogram. I'm getting my mammogram. But most importantly, it's a day to take care of yourself. And it's it's free. So we have free mammograms, free hypertension, glucose, and cholesterol screenings, free pink masks for you to decorate and upload your photos, and gift cards for Macy's and Fresco Emos that you can win, no purchase necessary. Join us June 23rd, Fresco Emos. It's in the Westland Commons. The address again, 1630 West 49th Street. And the all important phone number, because again, you must make an appointment for the mammogram. It is free, but you have to reserve your spot. Give us the phone number again. 305-825-4081. We look forward to serving you. And that's what you've been doing with the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative is serving our community, and the people who need your services the most. And we continue again, June 23rd, National Pink Day for Summer Breast Cancer Awareness with the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative and Easy 93.1 in Cox Media Group. Andrea Ivory, thank you for what you do. I will see you on the 23rd. I am looking forward to seeing you too. Can't wait. If you have questions about the program today or would like to suggest a topic, feel free to email me at ellen at easy93.com. I thank you for listening. Have a safe holiday weekend and a great day. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.